When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. By the way, it's Anthony Peeler past the hour. Linz, what do you got? Well, earlier today, Metallica has announced their third ever Helping Hands benefit concert, which will take place right here in Los Angeles. Featuring performances by Metallica and special guests, the show is set for December 16th at the Microsoft Theater downtown. All proceeds from the event, which include tickets, fees, and auction items at their auction before the concert, will go directly to helping those in need. And tickets will be on sale to the public from 10 a.m. local this Friday with a two-ticket limit per customer. And you can find more info on tickets at AXS, Access, AXS, whatever you want to call it. Access, yeah. Yeah, Access, yeah. So Metallica, if you want to go to that show, just announced today, get tickets this Friday. Would you want to see Metallica? So I've seen Metallica a bunch of times. At this stage, though? It's it's one yeah. of those bands that I feel like I've seen, and so I'm kind of, I'm good. Whereas it's a band like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, I or, think they put on a better show. Or a band like um, Pearl Jam. I mean, these, these are the bands that I'll go see them pretty much any opportunity I can. Yeah. Metallica, I've seen enough. I feel like, okay, they're good. I'm Even good. Like Metallica and special guests for a charity benefit. Now, Probably some pretty big bands, right? Well, I don't that's that would be my next question. Like who are the special guests? They haven't announced them yet, but usually when they do these charity benefits, I feel like since the tickets are normally a little bit pricier, they usually have like pretty big acts. I have to call in a couple of favors here and see what I can find. Hey King. Call Lars, see what yeah. he thinks. Yeah, see what Lars has see, to I'll say. Call James. Who's on the docket for that night. See what he thinks, if he can hook it up. Yeah. Backstagers. Hey, it's right here, like downtown, so maybe, you know, we can go go to the show after a show. What'd you say the date was? Uh, December 16th. December 16th. Ooh. George has a look like, that could be holiday season, I might be off. Probably. Yeah, those last two weeks of the year, you know, I'm usually, peace out. Yeah. Well, and also I got a piece. I piece out because a it's the end of the year, but b I'll have NBA games, bowl games. I'll have a lot of stuff. So I mean, you know, I, I don't need. I take the vacation days from the radio and just don't have to worry about it. Oh, there's a Lakers game, Lakers Nuggets game. Oh, December seventeenth, December sixteenth. Oh, so Cappy wants yeah. to go. Let's talk about this in a second. Actually, uh, what else you need to know? Laura sent this in the chat. The Simpsons, now you don't watch The Simpsons. Lindsay, you watched The Simpsons, I'm sure, before? I have watched The Simpsons, yes. The Simpsons have been great historically at predicting things that happen like way weirdly. down the road. Yeah. Um, and the most recent one is Queen Elizabeth. In 2014, they did an episode of Queen Elizabeth dying, and they had 2022 as the year she died. Damn. It's crazy. That's nuts. They're so good at that. Yeah, it's are crazy. They, are they that good, or are they lucky? I mean, man. I mean, did they They've really- They've been lucky a lot. Did they sit down and go, hey- um, we're gonna put this, you know, grave, you know, this the years of birth and death. Yeah. What do you think? Let's just take a stab here. How about she'll be ninety six in twenty twenty two. Let's just use twenty twenty two. Yeah. For a goof. Yeah. And if we get it right in twenty twenty two, so be it. Right. I mean, you think that they really They've thought it right. out? No. I mean, maybe. I don't know what their writers' room is like, but I'm guessing that they have um, some discussion about that stuff because those kind of details, people clearly love it. 
You know, they go back and go, oh my God, they got it right. Yeah, they've been right a lot. Yeah. Well, this one was on Snopes and it said that it's fake. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, Aww. then maybe they didn't get it right a lot. Yeah. Maybe well, they we have got, gotten other stuff right. Maybe we got fooled. I got fooled. That's Let's just say it's right because they get right. Yeah, right we'll just go with it yeah. as, as it's right. Yeah, thanks, Linz. Right. Well, I mean, I don't want to be out there spreading misinfo. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I don't want to spread misinfo, somebody, I mean, especially if, if something I, as important as this. Because I remember seeing, yeah. I remember seeing it on Twitter, like someone saying that people always doctor them after the fact, and they'll be like, "Oh, the Simpsons predicted it," and people always are quick to like jump on it on Twitter and be like, "No, that's not really real." So that's, that's why me. you know, that's me. I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." <laughs> that was me. I totally clicked. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. So Cappy has committed. To go to more Laker games in person this year. Yeah, I mean, last year I think I went to like two games. You went to the romper game. I did the romper game, and I feel like I went to another game. Yeah. But I feel like this year what I'd like to do is is if the Lakers are at home and the game's at 7 and we're on the air till 5.30. We just roll over there real quick. Right. We just we just head over. We hang. We go in. See, because that's the good time to schmooze. Right. Well, that's what I'm about. Game. I'm about to schmooze. You're a schmoozer. I, like, I mean, to me, clearly we know that. Yeah, I don't even watch the game. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just there to schmooze. I mean, there have been times where I've gone... And I've schmoozed, and then I've left before tip-off, and then I'm home before the end of the first quarter. Yeah. yeah. You know what we should do? We should just broadcast the show from there, from our suite. Not Okay, not a terrible idea. As a matter of fact, I, I'll take it one step further. How about if we broadcast the 4 to 5.30 portion of the show from where Ireland and Michael do the broadcast? Yeah. Well, no, because they're testing a lot of stuff at that time. So they're like they're really they're doing the national anthem rehearsals. They're testing the national yeah. anthem. The, girl, the the dancers are dancing. Like there's a lot of noise there. So back to the suite. Can yeah. keep the windows closed. Yeah. Okay, I'm in for the suite. By the way, you guys are you know kind of giving me a hard time about going trying to go suite hopping yesterday in a stadium that I'd never been in before, and then you know finding out that our company actually has a suite there. The hardest part of all of that is when you're trying to do that kind of stuff. If you don't have the right tickets to get you to the right level, yeah. there's so security. So how did you get past all those people? How do you think? I'm Scott Kaplan. How do you think? Uh, Alex Van Pelt? No. Yeah. I got, dude, I turn on the charm. Yeah. Okay? Hey, I'm really just looking. You, so you're, if you proactively say, I'm looking for this particular if, if section. You're, if you're very nice, yeah. number one. Yeah. And number two, I will say that it looked like I had like my own security guy with me yesterday because right. this guy's like six five three bills, yeah. And it kind of looked like you were important. It sort of looked like I was important. So I told him, I said, "Don't yeah. say anything. Just just let me do the talking. Yeah. And you just stand there and, and look, look mean. Ma- make make exactly. Yeah. You look meaner than any security person we're dealing with. We'll be fine. Yeah. He didn't realize how he was playing the game. Yeah. He did a good job though. You good know, there, there's a good trick to that, but I'm not going to let it out of, over the air because I don't want everybody to know it. What's but, the trick? No, I'm not going to She say just it. said she wasn't going to let I it know, out. I know, but I don't, but I'm I'll telling you, you my tricks. I'll tell you. I'm well, telling you my tricks you right here on the air. You can share your tricks all you want, but that doesn't mean I need to share my tricks. Silly okay. rabbit. Tricks are for kids. Yeah, well, my tricks worked. Good. I'm glad that they did. Yeah. yeah. You look pretty good in that bucket hat. Thanks. I've been wearing it all day because I like it. Got to break it in, you know? So, Cappy. Yeah. Um, more overreactions? Yeah, so more overreactions. Okay. What do you got for me? I'm going to go college football world here. Okay. The USC defense will be historically bad. Come on. They're really bad on defense. I know that they've they've gotten some turnovers and whatnot, um, but turnovers are always forced. Sometimes it's unforced errors, right? And their defense is so, – they're so lucky that Lincoln Riley is their head coach <laughs> because, you know, the offense is a video game that it masks their defense. Fresno State, they waxed the floor with them after their 
particularly after their two best players went down due to injury. But I, I just that defense is going to cost them a game or two this season. There's no question. It's not going to be the offense, that's for sure. It's going to be that defense that costs them a couple games. So I wanted to say something about college football. Saturday was a great day. I spent a lot of time watching so many college football games. By the way, shout out to my guy Noah Eagle who called it on uh, Fox Sports. Okay, very good. That shout USC out game. to Noah. So I watched the first half of that USC Fresno State game, and at twenty-one to ten. Even though it was only, you know, again, it's only an 11-point game. I felt like USC had this thing wrapped up. Oh, I mean, I never thought they were going to lose. I saw um, UCLA. Oh, my God, against South Alabama. Just barely. Yeah. I mean, listen, we talked about could another Sunbelt team pull off a shocker upset. Very close. And South Alabama, it took UCLA kicking a a 25-yard last-second field goal to win the game. That's how close it was between UCLA and South Alabama. Caught a little bit of Notre Dame beating Cal. Another one that came down to the to, wire. To, Literally, that, that ball, that Hail Mary, touched like four different Cal players in the hands and still hit the ground. Speaking of Hail Marys, you know, did you happen to see what happened in this App State yeah, game? Yeah. And App State is only top of mind because College Game Day went and did their show. Right. By the way, App State. I talked to the people who, a couple people who work on College Game Day, um, and they said it was one of the coolest, most fun atmospheres they've been a part of. And these are people who've been on the show for maybe not the entire run, yeah, but, but a good chunk of it. Yeah, but every time you're going to Ohio State or Michigan... They've, they've or, seen it. They've right, been there before. They know what the biggest of the big time is. Yeah. To go down a notch and see how passionate people are about their college football, I thought it was really cool. It I, was cool. I loved it. Yeah. So college football was an incredible day. Yeah. But what you and I should figure... We should do our own version of college game. Well, we weren't we talking about... Going to which which game were we talking about going and doing something from? Was it the USC UCLA game or was it the USC yeah, yeah, Notre yeah. Dame game? Yeah, the Rose Bowl. I'll just say this, George, about USC. Look, they beat up on Rice and Stanford. Yeah. Okay, and those are good wins to get started. Yeah, Fresno State, even though they're a Mountain West school, they have proven to be dangerous and competitive in years past. Now you start to get into the main conference schedule. Yeah. This week at Oregon State and by, yes, at, at Oregon State at Corvallis. Okay. Yeah. Not not, not a not, not an absolute gimme. Not a cupcake. Okay. Yeah. Then you play Arizona State the following week. Yeah. Timeout on Arizona State. Timeout. Did you see what now they did? Si- you want a full timeout or yeah, a twenty? This, no, no. This is a media timeout. Okay. Yeah. Did you see what they did to Herm Edwards? <laughs> Poor Herm. I mean, look. Well, actually, you know what? Herm looked like he knew that was coming. Herm, I bet you that was negotiated by his agent way ahead of time. I'll bet you Herm. By the way, his previous agent, who is the AD. Right, who fired yeah. him on the spot. Herm is probably like, oh, thank God. Yes. Like, why did I ever decide to do this? It makes yeah. no sense. He lost so many so, players to the transfer portal. He he had like a shell of a team left. Can I tell you a conversation I had with Herm many years ago? I asked him, I said, you know, would you consider coaching college? And he just, at that time, this is back 2014, he's like, oh, no way. So, like, when he took that job, I he took that job. My guess is because the athletic director and him were so tight mm-hmm. that he felt like he could do it. But I just think that he realized after after the first year went okay, and then the second year started to get rocky, and I think he just realized, you know what, this is a lot more challenging than well, I need at this stage n- of my life. N- not only did he lose a ton of guys to the transfer portal, but he also has a whole bunch of NCA like violations. Um, viola- he's like his, his staff, yeah, has a lot of violations. Right. They're like, what rules? What NCA rules? We're NFL coaches. What NCA rules? Yeah. Here's my overreaction, though. You talk about USC's defense. My overreaction is this. USC's going to run the table and go undefeated. You think they're beating Utah and I everybody? Do. I think they're beating Utah. I yeah. think they'll beat Notre Dame. Well, they're definitely I, beating Notre I Dame. Don't see, I don't see anything on this schedule. Now, I could look really stupid on Monday of next week 
Because if they lose to Oregon State, I'm going to so look really dumb. So I think dumb. there's three tough games on this guy. Maybe four. Um, I would say not tough. Okay, here's how I would rank it. Oregon State, not a cupcake. That's not going to be a walk in the park. Okay. okay? I, I think they win, but it's not going to be like super easy. Oregon State's 3-0. They've beaten Boise State, Fresno State, and Montana State. Yeah, they, they're, not, they're not a walkover. Okay. okay. You're not walking over them. Okay. Then I think that Utah clearly is going to be tough. That you're going to Utah, mm-hmm. that that they are a physical team. Okay. And they can score points too. And then Washington State has been good this season. Washington State has the offense to keep up with USC, and I think they're um a little better than them defensively. Now, USC should win that game against Washington State because it's here. But I also think, much like the Oregon State game, not a cupcake by any stretch of the imagination. Washington State has already given you reason to think that they're dangerous because they knocked off Wisconsin last week. Correct. So I'm with you. But my overreaction And, and today, then I think the UCLA game, it's still a rivalry game at the end of the day, so I'm at least going to give them a puncher's chance. My my overreaction, though, USC runs the table. Okay, my overreaction is USC's defense is going to cost them a game. Okay. I got more overreactions in the NFL, too. Yeah. And if you thought my Cleveland Browns are going to win their division is ridiculous, yeah. I got another one that's even more ridiculous. Oh, get this. I've got more overreactions, and I've got a stat that if you're a Rams fan, you don't want to hear. And oh, by the way, Raider fans, we're not done with you. We'll get to that next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, 710 ESPN is the only station giving you a chance to win $1 million. And it's not a national contest. Listen every Monday to play Million Dollar Mondays. As we, uh, you heard the cue to call. And the, uh, the person to call is on the line. Do we have them? Yeah, Mike Garcia from Orange. Mike Garcia from Orange. That's me. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm great. Mike, you've been listening for a while? Uh, most of the show. Okay. Most of the show. That's good. All right. So here's the deal. We're going to ask you for a prediction. Okay? Okay. All right. Linz, what are we asking him to predict? He's got to give us the two teams that are going to be in the Super Bowl and the final score. You heard the. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, um, it'll be Buffalo thirty-one, Tampa Bay twenty-four. Okay, there you go. So we got that. So congratulations, you do win two tickets to see the Rams and Cowboys on October 9th. and you are now registered for your chance to win one million dollars, man. So Mike Garcia, all right, in orange. Congratulations, brother, and thank you for winning. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Good luck. Way to go, man. All right. All right. All right. 
All right. Okay. I'm sure Christopher will have things to say about that. Because he always has something to say about something. Well, the gentleman just predicted the Super Bowl, Buffalo 31, Tampa Bay 24. That's a um, that's a solid prediction after week two. I think people generally look at Buffalo they look great. or Kansas City. Yeah. Buffalo's up 24-7 right now over Tennessee with 10 minutes to go in the third quarter. How's the other game? The other game is at a commercial break, and it was 14-7. I, I, actually, if I'm being honest, I don't yeah. really remember if it was Philadelphia or Minnesota who was leading. I will tell you right now, it is Philadelphia. Okay. So, uh, Buffalo 31, Tampa Bay 24. That's a pretty solid prediction. After two weeks of the NFL season, George, minus these two games that are going on right now, Buffalo's an important part of this conversation. Minnesota could maybe find themselves working their way into the conversation, but... Looking at the rest of the league, people, I think, generally think that Buffalo's the best team in the league. Yeah. Kansas City's probably not far behind. Yeah. And then after that... A I smorgasbord. Mean, right. Like, where, where are you going from there? Yeah, I don't know. But I'll tell you this. On Overreaction Monday, yeah. the two teams in the Super Bowl last year, the Bengals and Rams, mm-hmm. combined one and three through two games. It's the first time since 1999, <clears throat> you may remember that year, uh, that the Super Bowl teams from the previous year have combined to lose three of their first four games. It's only happened three other times, 99, Falcons, Broncos, okay? Bengals, Niners, Colts, Jets. Falcons and Broncos combined to start 0-4. Bengals and Jets in those particular years were uh, the only two to make the playoffs, and neither team made the Super Bowl. So it's just not boding well. When you said they wouldn't sniff the Rams, wouldn't sniff the Super Bowl, historically, you may be on to something. Well, I'm going to give you another, uh, God bless you. I know you're kind of feeling Thank a little you. congested over there. I am. The you, damn kids gave me something. And then you're going to give in it to me. In the non-COVID division. Right. Let well, me, I sneezed under the table so you wouldn't get anything. No, I appreciate that yeah. in a big way. But we've been like all over each other for the last like really five, a, six hours. We've been very close. We've been we're hugging s- it out. We're six, no, we're not really we were, hugging We out. hugged earlier. We One did embrace. Time. We had a nice embrace. That was hours ago. I know. And maybe you gave it to me then. Or then maybe, maybe. when we got in your car together and the windows were up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. By the way, clean out your car, man. Yeah, I will. It's not today. Today wasn't the day. I mean, is that like, do you not anticipate anybody ever being in your car? That's why. Yeah, you... I just, listen, there are water bottles on the on the floor of my passenger seat. It's a lot more than that. And I'm uh, believing so, There was some Aleve. And I have a dirty car. Yeah. And your car is way dirtier than mine. It was not dirty. It had a, it had some Aleve and some water bottles. Maybe you need like a garbage bag in your car or something like that. I'll throw them out. Oh. I just got, I got home. At 10 o'clock at night last night from Denver. I understand. When my ears were clogged. I got it. Let me give you an And by al- the way, you yeah. deserve a cold. I, <laughs> do I? Yeah. Really? Hey, You know why? Because tell me. You, you said I did not support Sided on Friday, and yeah. I said that you should trip over and fall in your face. You did say that. And, and I hope now I just give you a cold on and purpose. listen, and by the way, there's been a lot of conversation on Sided. No, I'm not. I a don't even know what was, Sided exists when are you? Right, I know. Now you've That's given it. up on it. That's it. Uh, even though I was the one tweeting Sided when nobody knew what Sided was. 100% right. But- the question is now, when will you make a contribution on site? And people have been discussing that now yeah. for the last few days. On sighted. Correct. Yeah. All right, listen. Let me uh, give you another overreaction. Yes, go ahead. Okay? Listen to this overreaction. This is a week two overreaction, people. Get ready. The Detroit Lions will make the playoffs. Come on. You just say this because you like Dan Campbell. Yeah, it's overreaction Monday. I mean, come on. But but the overreaction should be shocking, should they not be? I mean, yeah, but not all. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. The yeah. Lions are one and one. Guess what? The Rams are one and one, and the Bengals, who represented the AFC last year, are zero and two. Yeah. The Lions are good. The Lions are for real. Rawr. Are they good or good adjacent? 
they're good enough to beat the Washington Commanders at home yeah, when they were favored to win. Not that good then. They're learning to win, George. They were a pick'em. I think they were favored. The Lions? Yeah. Well, I think I think the storyline was that it was the first time they were favored in like the last five years. I think they did at a pick'em, but they were favored earlier in the week. Yeah. Thirty-six twenty-seven, and the Lions, George, don't go to sleep on Jared Goff. Yeah. Twenty of thirty-four, two hundred and fifty-six yards passing. Four touchdowns and zero interceptions. Take that, Sean McVay. Take that, Matthew Stafford. Yeah. I appreciate you buttering me up, George. I didn't butter you up on that one, though. I'm sorry, Sean. I apologize. I mean, I just love outrageous things to say on a Monday. I feel like Monday gives me this extra license oh, yeah, yeah. to the just say, that you, say yeah. the dumbest stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, extra dumb stuff. Like, here, I'll say something really dumb. You ready? Yeah. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, come on. I mean, come but on. But nobody it, believes that. No, of course not. But, but it's overreaction Monday. It's not? No. You don't think that there's somebody in Jacksonville right now going, we shut out the Indianapolis Colts 24 nothing. we're going to win the Super Bowl? That's bleepery, bro. Perhaps. Yeah. But it's an overreaction. I mean, I guess, by definition, technically, yes. But no one actually believes that. you got to actually believe it a little bit. Like, okay. when I said the Raiders aren't going to make the playoffs, I believe that. Okay, I'll give you one. How about the Miami Dolphins? Mm-hmm. Make it to the AFC Championship game. No, I don't believe that. I mean, that's an overreaction. That's a good one. I think there are some people that probably would jump on that, but I am not. When you think about the Dolphins, they were down, I think at one point, 28 points. 28 7 at half. And then I think it got to 35 7. I'll have to go back and check. And then it was was 21 to start the fourth quarter. They scored 28 points in the fourth quarter. and, And Baltimore came back kicked a 51-yard field goal to take the lead, yeah, and then the Dolphins scored another touchdown to win the game. Well, they have the two fastest like tandem of receivers in the league in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Okay. Uh, you know, Tyreek Hill calls himself the Cheetah. Jalen Waddell calls himself the Penguin. And, uh, you know, so the Cheetah and the Penguin coming to Disney Plus soon, I'm Be- sure. Between these two guys yesterday, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell? Yeah, they had like 300 and something yards of receiving. 22 catches. Yeah. 261 yards oh, combined. 261. There you go. And each of them had a long of 60 and 59 yards. Yeah, they're sick. Incredible. And by the way, those are the type of guys Tua had at Alabama when he was a, you know, a quarterback that and everyone loved. Tua, 36 of 50, 469 yards, six touchdowns, two picks. Yeah, Tua's very accurate. Dude, Tua, I'm I'm a big fan. I, I'm a fan. I wouldn't know about big fan. Like I don't think he's a star, but I think he's like Mike McDaniel's to me is like the next Sean McVay. Really? You're saying that after two games? He that, that could be an overreaction. Hey, good one. There you go. Good one. I think he can do for Tua what McVay did for Goff. Here's another one for you, since I'm just now airing them all out. You ready for this one? Yeah, go ahead. Trey Lance mm-hmm. will never play a game for the 49ers. I mean, never? Yeah, it's an overreaction. He's hurt now for the rest of the season, he is, right? He's out for the year, yes. So what do you do if you're the Niners? Do you go like next year, you go, hey, he was our guy. And then he got hurt, and so we're bringing him back. He's our guy again. Or well, Garoppolo's you, free agent. So. I know. Or do you just finally just say, hey, look, we signed Garoppolo years ago. He's taking us to two Super Bowls, or well, one Super Bowl and one, and one NFC Championship game. You know what? I think we we just going to stick with him. I Trey Lance could turn into like one of those guys, like a he's Josh got a high Rosen. Ceiling, but he's got a high ceiling, well, higher ceiling than Garoppolo. That's why they drafted him. Yeah. That's why they traded picks for him. But, but he ha- it's two years, one year, this one, gone. Last year, yeah, backup. That's, that's not. But it's an overreaction. It's, fault. it's an overreaction. It's not the kid's fault. I understand that it's yeah. fault that he got You're hurt. Make it seem like it's the kid's. No, fault. No, it's not his fault. Yeah, it's their it's like fault. Like when Justin Kaplan 
kicked really well this past weekend, and the team still blew it. It's not his fault. You should have been there with me on Saturday. Real quick story for you. We go to this game. Can you tell the story before Big Deal or No Deal? I can. Yeah, let's do that. Isn't that coming up next? Yeah, yeah. So you want me to do it now? No, no, let's break and then do it. I'm going to just tell you the story of how this team completely gave a game away. You're going to do that? Yeah. On the other side? Sure. Okay. I can wait until the end, too. Okay. Great. Let's do that at the end. Big Deal or No Deal and the Justin Kaplan story. (laughs) A lifetime biography next. (laughs) A football life. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks, Christopher. Before I get to Lindsay, let's hear the Justin Kaplan story. Now, let's wait. Let's wait till the end. Let's wait till the end of the show. What the bleep? Yeah, well, let's get to big deal or no deal and then the last segment. You literally said, we said before big deal or no deal. I know, but then you were like, ah, maybe we'll wait till the end. I didn't say the end. I wanted to wait till the end. It'll be like a scotteria. You're really leaving people on the edge of their seat here, Kevin. I mean, for the love. For the love. Take it away, Lindsay. Super excited. All right, so the Jets scored two touchdowns in the final one minute and 22 seconds to beat the Browns yesterday. We Mm. all saw that bleep show, right? Yep. It was the uh, first time in 2,229 games that had happened. Yeah, and the last team that did it was also the Browns. That's right. Shocker. All right, so anyway, it left the Browns to try and figure out exactly what went wrong. And while there's plenty of blame to go around, including giving up that 66-yard touchdown in the final two minutes, uh, Browns quarterback Denzel Ward was asked in today's press conference whose fault the blown coverage was. For that play or for whatever plays that that we had, but I think the biggest thing is we all just need to get on the same page. Uh, yeah, that, that necessarily wasn't my coverage, and I wasn't – I wasn't there to make a play on it, so. Uh, Denzel Ward also responded to a tweet saying that he was only targeted one time, essentially, you know, pitting the blame on somebody else. So is it a big deal that Denzel Ward is throwing his teammates under the bus? Cappy, I'll start with you. I'm going to say no deal. I would say it would be a bigger deal if he threw his defensive coordinator under the bus. Like, what was that? I I kept saying to myself, are you serious? Joe Flacco yeah. and a bunch of receivers that I've never heard of before are going to go on the road and do this to you in your home opener? A uh, minute 55 to go, down by 13 points with no timeouts, and Joe Flacco is going to do that to you? I'm going to say no deal because I didn't hear him like say it's not my fault, it's somebody else's fault. He, he did say that wasn't my coverage. That's right, and it may not have been. May not have been. But he shouldn't say that, right? I know you don't uh, like it. I mean, I, I I would say it's it's a big deal because anything 
someone says in a game of that magnitude of that in, in and I don't mean magnitude in the sense of oh my god it's the Browns versus the Jets magnitude in the sense of where it lands historically because of the number I just gave right the last 2,229 teams in that situation all held on to win, and they were the team that did not. So I, I think because of that and everyone talking about that big a number and that comeback, the way it happened, I do think it's a big deal, unfortunately, for Denzel Ward. And so him speaking out, Linz, I am normally um, – I'm big on, hey, let athletes tell their side of the story – be honest, but there are ramifications for that too. Like you, if you're honest, I love the honesty, but you're gonna have to deal with whatever the blowback on that honesty is. But you know, all these games yesterday, the Raiders, the Raiders will look back and who will they blame? Will they blame their offense because they scored? They were up twenty to nothing and they didn't score enough after that. Did they? Are they gonna blame their defense? Are they gonna blame Hunter Renfro who had like back to back fumbles in that particular game? I mean, you know, Hunter Renfro did kind of cost them. I yeah, think. he did. Yeah. But you know who I'm blaming in that game? That kicker. Oh, you, geez, Cade York. You miss a PAT? Should have never been that close, though. That's the thing. Anyway. Never should have been that close. Anyway. I think it's a big deal because I don't think you should throw your team under the bus. You'd be like, you know what? The defense could have played better, and we didn't. We blew it. Sorry. Our bad. Got to clean it up. Anyway. You want s- them to be boring. And no, by the I way, just think that it looks bad when you start pointing fingers at your teammates hey. because I feel like there's got to be some kind of disconnect there. They, they obviously – he's speaking out for a reason, right? You know um, – you got no time right now if you're the Browns or the Steelers. Steelers who lost at home yesterday to New England. You have no time because the game's on Thursday night. When my when my buddy dropped me off at the airport this morning in Cleveland, this was at 5 a.m., his car was packed with his clothes, his pillow, and his, and his blanket. I said, well, what's all this? He goes, well, I'm not going home this week because he's going to be sleeping in the office tonight, tomorrow night, and Wednesday all preparing for the Steelers game, which they were working on last week. Well, good. Now it's a quicker... Quicker they, they can move on from this crappy, terrible loss, then the quicker we can get another win and move on, right? Let's Onward hope so. and upward. Let's hope so. All right, so this one, I'm very intrigued to hear what you have to say about this, Sedano. So high school players reportedly could make the jump straight to the NBA again two years from now. Yeah. The NBA and the Players Association are expected to lower the draft age eligibility from 19 to 18 in their next CBA. The current CBA runs through the end of this of the 2023-24 season, so high school players could potentially enter as soon as the 2024 draft. Right. That's when Brownie's eligible. Uh, is this a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Uh, it is a big deal. And I, I honestly, I understood David Stern and Adam Silver's position. Um, they got a lot of heat from college people about you're ruining the college game. And then what happened was the one and done situation started to happen. And then people are like, oh, the one and done situation is ruining the college game. And it's yeah. like, wait a second. Yeah. No, that's not our fault then anymore. We tried to help you guys. And now we're still getting grief over it. Then you know what? We're going back to high school kids if that's what they're capable of doing. So I, I do think it's a big deal. Um, for that, for a number of reasons, but I think the NBA was tired of being a meat shield for college basketball. I actually agree with Sedano on this one because not only did the NBA try to help college basketball, and then not only did college basketball complain again that this is this is now what's wrong with our game. The new problem with our game are the one and done guys, but now with kids who don't want to go to college who are either going to play in another country, G League, or they're playing in the G League, yeah. they're they're. There are plenty of kids who are good enough to go to the NBA, but are being restricted by the NBA rules. Right. 
So if you're 18 years old, and this is going to get this is going to sound real cheesy here, if you can go serve in the military, then why are you shut out by the NBA? Yeah, I, I agree. I never I never liked the rule. I thought they were acquiescing to college basketball to be nice, and it never it didn't pay off anyway. So the hell with it. The hell with you. Yeah, NCAA. <laughs> yeah. All right, so last one here. Justin Herbert is battling a rib injury following Thursday night's Chargers loss to the Chiefs, right? A, uh, ter- uh, a, a fracture in his rib cartilage, which is different from the actual bone of the rib, just FYI. Yes. Thank you, so, Dr. Clapper. I was told. Clapper vision. How are you? Well, here's a good Clapper vision for you. So what fans are now learning is that the doctor that's tending to Herbert's fractured rib cartilage yeah. is the same team doctor that's being sued by former Chargers quarterback Tyrod Taylor. Now, if you'll remember, oh boy. this team doctor accidentally punctured Taylor's lung yes. while he was attempting to administer a painkilling injection for Tyrod Taylor's fractured ribs which back is how, in September 2020. Which is how Justin Herbert got in the game. Right. That was mm-hmm. his Drew mm-hmm. Bledsoe, Tom Brady moment. Yeah. So is this same team doctor treating Justin Herbert for the same injury, big deal or no deal, Cappy? It's a big deal. It's, it's a big deal because this is what I try and explain to you guys all the time. This is when you have an incredibly cheap owner who doesn't go out and get the best of the best. And once this guy did this to your starting quarterback... You should be thinking to yourself, that that doesn't seem right to me. Yeah. So I don't want to have this guy around our players because no. they're not going to trust him. And so now here you have Herbert, your prized possession, and he's receiving treatment from the same guy that screwed up the previous guy that's now suing the franchise. I think it's a big deal. I, the same injury. I, I agree, and I think that um, look, there are certain teams that have that kind of stigma of poor. Uh, staffs, athletic staffs, let's call them, including medical staffs. Um, In the NBA, Lonzo Ball is a perfect example of this. The Chicago Bulls have a history of this. Chicago Bulls almost, like, literally, you know, almost killed Luol Deng um, with a, uh, I want to, if I recall correctly, it was some sort of injury to his back, and it it was, like, he had spinal fluid leakage. It was insane. Um, and they had previous history issues with his, uh, injury issues throughout their history. Most recently, now with Lonzo Ball, they he had whatever he had to clean it up last year. He's still in pain. Nobody knows what's happening. So I'm with you. There are certain organizations that just don't know how to get this right, and I think a lot of it is frugality. I think you are right. How does that guy still have a job? Like, how do you not fire somebody after they fracture your quarterback's lung trying to administer a pain injection? How does he still have a job? Well, the question is, how does he still have the job with the team? I mean, right, right. That's you know, I mean. the guy still got his, his medical credentials and he can still practice. But but if you're the team, why would you not say, hey, look, this guy screwed up our starting quarterback? Maybe the reason they didn't get rid of him is because they're like, hey, great job, man. By By puncturing Tyrod Taylor's lung, look what happened. We got Justin Herbert. All right, what's next, Lindsay? Anything else? That's all I got for Big Deal or No Deal. All right. That's it. Tell me the Justin Kaplan story. So I'll tell you guys a quick story. So on um, Saturday of this past weekend, the reason I went to Cleveland, it's not because you you go vacationing in Cleveland. What? I know it's hard to believe. But uh, the reason I went is because my son... You wanted, It wasn't just because you wanted to get Lindsay the bucket hat? Lindsay, you looked very, very cool in the bucket hat. I'm not going to lie, like... You're right. Cleveland is not that cool. People don't go vacation there. In fact, I don't even go back there for Christmas, okay? So yeah. anyway, so, continue on. So the only reason I went 
is because my son, who plays at this Division II school, Justin, called West Liberty University, yes. which is in Wheeling, West Virginia. Can Wheeling. You, can you imagine a kid who grew up in North County, San Diego, yeah. who was at Saddleback College in Mission Viejo, yeah. transfers to a small school in, in Wheeling, West Virginia. Yeah. You know and they have a casino there, like a big casino. In, in Wheeling? Wheeling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I huh. didn't. I didn't know this. Yeah. So I'm glad you're telling me this. Yeah. Now you know you should go because yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. there in in mid October for it's their a homecoming. Fun casino. I love it there. I've never been. There it's you cool. go. So so um, I go to this game. They're playing against Notre Dame. Now this is a big opportunity, right? I mean, you got a chance to play against Notre Dame. Different Notre Dame. Though. Yes, right. Notre Dame College of Cleveland. My bad. I should have. I should have added that. That's right. Notre Dame College of Cleveland. So uh, apparently, Notre Dame College of Cleveland <laughs> is kind of like the Alabama of D2 football. Oh, wow. Or one of the top programs, you know? So I've not met the coaches throughout this entire period of time. Your so son's coaches. My son's coaches. So I, I, I walk up to the coach. His name is Coach Wiley before the game. I introduce myself. I tell him how much I'm a fan of his podcast. He tells me that every time, George, I mention, we mention West Liberty University on this show because he's from L.A., yeah. his phone goes blowing up crazy. There you go. It's blowing up right now. And it, and as a matter of fact, his quarterback is a kid who is from ELAC, which is East Los Angeles yeah. College. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of Southern California kids that are just looking for opportunities, and they find them at these D2 schools. Yeah. So they're, they're getting all hyped up before the game. And the coach told me before the game, he goes, this is our best chance to beat this team that we've had in years. Yeah. We can beat these guys. Yeah. First offensive series. Very first offensive series. We're moving the ball nicely. Shotgun formation. Center snaps the ball over our quarterback's head. I'm yelling, just get on it. Pounce on it, you yeah. know? Kid goes to try and dive on it. Can't. Defender picks it up and scores. 7 nothing. 7 nothing. We get the ball. We drive down the field. 7-7 seven, seven ball game. Yeah. We get the ball back again. Yeah. We go to throw a pass out in the flat. Yeah. Ball gets bounced up into the air. Yeah. Picked off, taken to the house, pick six. Taken to the house. We've given up 14 points to a, their defense. A la casa. See, oh. see, right? We finally got this game. I want to say it's either 17-17 or 21-17, and we have stopped these guys. It's third and 20. Yeah. Third and 20. Yeah. They hit a little out pattern. Mm-hmm. Our guy goes to tackle him. Yeah. Out of bounds, they throw a penalty flag, unsportsmanlike, first down, they score a touchdown. I mean, you talk about every way to give up a game, you know? Two defensive scores by those guys, and on a third and 20 when you got to get off the field, you can't because you get a personal foul penalty. We wind up losing the game. Terrible. It's just terrible. I'm sorry. I know. But I will say this. I love coaching. I love great coaching. I love listening to coaches. Yeah. I stood outside the locker room after the game, and I heard the coach kind of bawling these guys out. And they were 2-0 and going into the game, and the coach was saying this. He's like, hey, guys, I can live with the loss. I really can. There's a lot of things we'll watch on film that we know we can clean up and we can we can fix these things. Mm-hmm. I can live mm-hmm. with, with losing the game. What I can't live with is yep. guys turning on each other or us coming unglued, us not supporting each other as a team. And he's just he was just giving it to these guys. And I was like, I was standing out outside of the locker room going, yeah, coach, you tell him, coach. Can't be getting, can't be have guys on the sideline arguing with each other, fighting with each other, complaining about playing time and all this other kind of stuff. So it was, uh, I don't know, man. It was, it was, it was unfortunate. You know, had a chance to win the game. The difference in the game really came down to two defensive scores by those guys. Oh man, that stings. Killer. I know. Well, could be, could be nationally ranked today. Yeah, but Justin had a good game. He did. He had a pretty good game. Good. All right, coming up next. 
Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves a good dealer's choice. When you get close to me, dance with me, dance with me. My crop top in the parking lot. Come on, Cappy, you got to sing this song. Let's go. I was looking at Google Maps. Come on, Cappy, sing this song. Nice, George. Come on. You should be here with me. Oh, everybody's rocking. We all know this song. Healing with me. Hit that high note, George. Looking at me. I can tell by the way. I've seen one. This is this is well past your time. Yeah, way past. You know who sings this cat by any chance? It's numbers. I just said it. I literally just said it. Numbers. I didn't hear you say it. I said I've seen 112 in concert a few times. So this is 112. 112. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. Come on, dog. I would have guessed 113. I would have gone one too far. Oh God. One just always one too far is what you said. Okay. All right. So listen. uh, By the way, uh, you know Justin Kaplan had a heartbreaking loss this past weekend. True. So we feel for him. Uh, Stefan Diggs just gave me a heartbreaking loss in uh, fantasy football just now because he's accumulated three touchdowns and 140 yards, and he's got 44 oh, fantasy points. No. Thanks, Stefan Diggs. I appreciate that. I was facing him, too, and I was up by, like, 50. I hope I didn't lose. You might be close, and there's still plenty of time in this one. Boy, Buffalo is oh, just I got it. I got beating it. the ever-living you-know-what out of Tennessee 34-7. The dog urine? Yeah, I, I was. Oh, now look at this. Look oh, at this. Oh, Buffalo just yep. got another yep. one. And this going is the other be way. A pick six. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Buffalo is just. I'm telling you right now. They're they're monsters. Yeah. They're gonna crush. Every, they're on a mission to win the Super Bowl. Good for them. You know what? Because it's been a really long time since the Bills were really good. I hope they go to the Super Bowl. Let me tell you something. The Buffalo Bills, when I was a kid growing up in the '90s, ruined my childhood watching the NFL. Well, of course. I mean, especially if you grow up a Dolphins fan. They. I hated the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Now, I actually, but I respected them. I hated them, but respected them. Like, the Jets are always the one that drive me crazy. Just the, the whole New York thing drives me insane. And I say that as someone who literally was born in New York. But those Buffalo Bills teams, I mean, those were the Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, Thomas Thurman Andre Thomas, nightmares, Reed. Nightmares, nightmares. I mean, those guys are all Hall of Famers. Yeah. You know, Bruce Smith. Yeah. Daryl Talley. Yeah. The, the list goes on and on yeah. of all kinds of great players that were part of those teams. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, Buffalo definitely through two games. They've they've gone on the road and they're destroyed win the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl champions. Overreaction Monday. The Bills are definitely winning the Super Bowl. Okay. Definitely. I don't good think good that's overreaction. an overreaction. I think that's like a no, pretty... No, but definitely. Uh, I still feel like that's pretty still like a pretty solid reaction. All right. All I right. think they're pretty good. They are good. They are good. But Kansas City's good, too. I don't know. I hope the Bills win because... You know, Kansas City just won. Don't you want somebody else? Like, yeah, in the Super no, I'd love Bowl, to like, listen. To win? I'd, I'd love to see Buffalo. I think Let me see what Buffalo's remaining schedule. Yeah, let's take a look. They should have won last year. Obviously, they didn't, but they should have won last. I mean, Kansas year. City is kind of their kryptonite, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they're playing the Dolphins next week. Uh, then the Ravens. Two games on the road. That that'll it'll be interesting to see what they mm-hmm. can do there. I would love for Miami to beat them. I, that's not happening. They've owned Miami. Why? I know, but I'm a two, I, because I like Tua. Oh jeez! No, I do. He's, I like he's him. He's likable. I like Tua. Like you know, I I, I yeah. think that for a guy who comes into the league and you know he comes oh. in hurt, and his first two years are hurt, and kind of felt like the Dolphins were going to try and give had, up on he him. He had the Bo Jackson injury. Yes, I mean, so I like Tua. I'm yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, he's, he's a nice kid. Uh, they got the Ravens, Steelers, and then at the Chiefs, October sixteenth. Yeah, that's the game. the game. Yeah, that's the game. 
Yeah, and that's it. That's a CBS game, a one twenty-five CBS. So that's game. a regular Sunday afternoon game. Yeah, and then their Packers ne- the sun the following weeks. Uh, two, no, they got to buy then the Packers Sunday night at home. They're going to crush the Packers because um, they're not that good this year. Jets, Vikings. That's tough. The Browns. Lindsay, that'll be a good game. I hope. Because uh, isn't Lions, oh wait, what week is that? Lions, Patriots. Uh the Browns. Like the week before Thanksgiving? Okay, that's not okay. Deshaun Watson won't be back, so it won't be a good game. Yeah, Lions, Patriots, Jets. The back end of the schedule is pretty easy. No way, Lions, man. That's a tough team. Stop. That, they're great. They're awesome. <laughs> oh, it's my, it's my my adopted team this Lions, year. Browns, Lions, Patriots, Jets. Those are all easy wins. Um, Dolphins again, and they have them at home. Oh my God, they got them at home in December yeah, when it's freezing. They're gonna crush them in that yeah. game. Um, at the Bears, they'll win that. At the Bengals, they'll win. Pay- yeah, look, they can win one, two, three, four. They five, might go fourteen six, and three, seven, eight. They can win their last eight easily, easily, in my estimation. The only tough games I see on their schedule remaining are the Chiefs. Obviously, at the Chiefs, that's tough. Uh, at the Ravens is tough. That's it. Like I think those they can win every other game. Are you about to overreact and say the Bills are going to go undefeated? See, that'd be a good overreaction. No, because I don't think they're be well. They could beat the Chiefs just a revenge. You know what? Let's do it. Yeah, the Bills are going undefeated. Right there, you go. But not definitely. Like I said, they're definitely going to the Super Bowl. Okay. All right. Let me do this um, with some dealer's choice here. With just a few minutes remaining in today's broadcast, where'd Laura go? There she is. Because um, here's what I'd like to hear from Laura. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately, because of you know being with my kid this weekend and and going out you know going east, mm-hmm. and by the way, I'm going to call for a moratorium on any Cleveland talk between now and Thursday when the Browns play the Steelers. Otherwise, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm calling for a Cleveland moratorium on this show. Well, you can't because the Amazon Prime reads are promoting that. Okay, well, other outside of the Amazon Prime reads, okay. I, and by the way, I'm the culprit this time, not you. So, Laura, I didn't get a chance to go on Saturday night to the Sunset Room. Oh, okay. For Chris Morales' oh, yeah. birthday. How was that? Now, that was fun. Now, it was sort of billed as Morales' birthday and, oh yeah, Bergman's coming too. It was kind of billed that way. <laughs> I mean, I'm not But I've s- I saw a lot of the social media. Uh-huh. The cake. I don't know who did the cake for Morales. Oh, uh, Crumbles Pastry? I don't, I don't know, know, but Crumbles. it looked fire. It looked, looked like they had pictures all over the cake of like Morales' favorite yeah, people. You guys, I think you guys made it in there. Yeah, George, there was a picture of you and me and Morales oh, really? I didn't on, yeah, on the well, cake. Because before you decided to go to Cleveland, Morales wanted to do this big, huge birthday bash with me, Greg, and him since my birthday is in, on the 28th. And then at the last minute, it just kind of, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of planning going into it or whatever. Your birthday's and, on September 28th? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, my wife's is like um, the day before. The twenty seventh? You're because you're oh. not gonna be here on my birthday, right? Clinton's in that day. I'm not. I'm in New York that day. Boo. Sorry. No party. Okay, so how did this go down? Because I saw like um a lot of sparklers and so like I, uh, dancing and, and Chris was doing his whole pony, pony dance, dance yeah. thing. Yeah. So basically, I mean I got there. And then he got cake in his beard. Is that I what happened? I was not there for the cake part because oh. you know I work at three AM. So I saw when they delivered the cake. Beautiful. It's super cute. And um, yeah, we partied. I left like around ten forty-five. Why did you go get a sleep? Did you get any sleep before that three a.m. shift starts? I got like an hour of sleep. Oh man! Yeah. I mean, it was fine. It was worth it, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but it was fun. Like they had the three hundred and sixty camera set up, 
So we had that, you know, I tried the burger that you keep raving about. How's the burger at the Sunset the Room? The burger was good. Am I overreacting or is yes. the sun? I am? Yes. Oh, it's not that good. It's good. I, I, I feel like, I mean, I'm not going to say it's not good. It's really good. I will say I had some insider information saying the chef was different than the time you were there. Oh, so maybe that's okay. Why. Different chef. But. Different burger. That's what the guy that works there told me. Okay. But, you know, um, but it was good. Like, I'm not going to knock it. It was it was good. Like, I would eat the burger there again, 100%. But you're not, like, where I overreacted and said this is a top five burger of all time. No, but Funchy has said that that's the best burger he's had around that area. Okay. And he lives around there. Okay. So he has stated that he didn't have the burger this time around. Anyways, the burger was good. The food was good. The drinks were good. The vibe was good. Um, Siobhan showed up. Crypto Race showed up. Yeah, I was going to ask, did we have a lot of people from the Circle of Trust show yeah. up? They showed up. They okay. showed up and they partied. Um, Siobhan was there. Siobhan was there. Crypto Ray was there. Yes. And he also brought uh, Chris and Greg a cake. That was really sweet. Nice. Lindsay, you didn't make it out for this event? Nope. Did not. Could not make it to that. Which, really? Yeah. It's kind of far. You know, it's like an hour and a half away from Come on. where I live. For yeah. reals? Yeah. Had it been closer, I, w- I would have gone, but I couldn't make it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. By the way, you said that you guys are talking about... Uh, Taste tests and Funch. Do you trust Funch's burger opinion considering he said he loves Tito's tacos? I mean, Tito's tacos is fine. It's not like considering the he ta- says it's bomb. I mean, it's not Barrio Tacos of Cleveland. No, it's not. Uh, but he did say uh, Cassell's burgers were good and they were really good. Yeah, they, they, were were really good. Yeah. they were really good. So, so yeah, I kind of trust Funchy on that a little bit. I think Tito's tacos is one of those things that, you know, it's kind of like drunk food. Um, and it just depends. You're 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 so like in a good like place mentally when you're eating it <laughs> that you know those Maybe are the. Oh wait a second! Here he comes. Oh, here comes Funchy. Here comes Funchy. Listen, all I know is when I was working at NFL Network, everyone's like, "Oh, Tito's Tacos is so good. There's always a line." And I would drive no, by no, it. There, there was is. always a line. There is always a line, but it's not like, that good. It's so good. And then I, I had it. And find, I was like, I find Tito's Tacos is comparable to like Jack in a Box taco, like a better Jack in a Box taco. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, Toronto knows. He's always talking about know your people. Know your personnel. Yeah. Know your food. Like, you know you're not getting that, like, East L.A. street tacos that we no. went and got. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know that. I can't believe I'm on the verge of telling you, George, I might actually be getting hungry again now. No way, dude. I'm still full. Oh my God, God, we ate so much food this afternoon. I mean, we had two buckets of chips. Had all that guacamole. Yeah. Had those fish tacos. Yeah. They were fire. I think I may get hungry again. <sighs> Boy, I got a problem. I got an eating disorder. Oh my God. No, you it's do true. Not. I do. Oh. I can't stop eating. That's you my problem. Stop. Trust me, you don't. I do. Trust me, you don't. I'm, you guys don't I get it. With it. You so guys I'm don't not. understand. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, we do understand. No, you don't get yeah. it. All right, we get it. We're out of here. All right, get out of here. You. Me? Go. Yeah, get out of here. I'm out. I'm leaving? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go. All right, bye, Linz. Bye, Lauda. Bye, Funchy. Happy birthday, Chris. See ya.